Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Lovers. This is Wyo, and you are listening to a special episode of Sex Stories. I have begged Kathy Kay of Strictly Anonymous to do this collaboration experiment because I have been very conveniently disorganized with my bucket list. Doing sexy things has been happening haphazardly, and now we are halfway through the year, and my bucket list wants more cross-offs, and my OnlyFans wants more bucket list cross-offs. So I figure that if I report to Kathy, my podcast mommy dom every two weeks and report to Patreon on the weeks in between, I might actually find my rhythm instead of getting distracted trying to do every single erotic job at the same time, especially when I keep interviewing and getting inspired by people who are doing such 
amazing things. I mean, personal and professional. You are all <sighs> incredibly sexually inspiring. I love, I fucking love hearing from you. So enjoy this collaboration with Kathy K. Go join Patreon if you want to hear even more of my details on the in-between weeks. And remember that you are all invited to influence what happens next. And please, 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 please tell me if you yourself are crossing anything juicy off of your bucket lists. I mean, I don't know what could be left on your bucket list, okay, or your your bucket list. Because like last time you were on my show, you've done a lot of stuff when it comes to like, you know, SEX. I'm surprised that there's still things on your bucket list that you haven't done like and that's what we're going to discuss you have a lot of things on that list and i am very curious okay of what those things are because they got to be hardcore because you've already no. done a lot of stuff no no kathy i have so much to explain to you yeah, so what is it your bucket list you want to hold hands with somebody it's like the opposite of a bucket list for like you know it's like a vanilla bucket list because you're so not vanilla <laughs> so my bucket list is a project that has only grown. It started with sex stories, with hearing what people are into on sex stories. And I was like, I want to try that. I want to try that. I want to try that. I've done a lot of the things. But the reason this bucket list is important to me now is because what I'm actually interested in is doing them and documenting each thing. So, like, I have officially checked off and documented the basics. I have had sex on camera. I gave a blowjob on camera. I've squirted on camera. Actually, I don't think a person has gone down on me on camera yet. So I have hundreds of items, Kathy. It's locations. It's types of role play. It's fetishes. It's partners with fetishes that I don't have that I want to explore. And it's really out of hand. And I want to tell you what I'm going to do next so that I actually do it. And uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I feel like you're going to get impatient and interrupt me when I start telling you all the details. <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you to fucking test. I'm like your dom. What do you call me? Your like uh, mommy dom. I think dom, of you as my dom podcast mommy dom. <laughs> I love that title. I'm gonna podcast mommy dom you into doing all of these things on your bucket list. I think it would but be listen, good for everyone. Just, I think so too, and it's, it'll be fun. And it's like it puts you on task. Then you have to do it because I am the type of person. If you're like, if we set this up and you're saying you're going to do it, and then you're going to come back on and we're going to talk about it, you better fucking do it. Like I'm like one of those people. Like I'm going to yeah. hold you to it. No flaking out or anything. So this is a done deal. These things are being checked off. Okay, the minute yeah. we hang up. But what I want to know, why don't you just explain? Because I think it's interesting. A person who's super open and has been there, done that. Like, what made you decide? to go down this path of this new bucket list? So I think I have a work kink and I think I have a learning kink. And the way I'm using that word kink means I'm just like obsessed. And sex stories really spiraled my bucket list into being totally out of hand. So what, what happened was initially I was just interviewing and I was kind of keeping track of things as I went. So I was like, oh, I want to try a pussy pump. Oh, I want to try that position. Oh, I want someone to pull my toe when I come. And so I've had these like this disparate list, like just in notes all over the place. And finally, maybe like February of last year, 2022, February, I'm like, oh, I need to get organized. And Kathy, I've been getting organized with my bucket list ever since. And I have over 400 items on my regular spreadsheet. And I was like, this is too much, you know, because oh I went, I went and like looked at lists of fetishes. And I was like, oh, I haven't learned, you know, I haven't heard of some of these. I'm, I'm learning about all kinds of things. Like I learned that I have what's called vicarphilia. Like I live vicarious or maybe it's vicarphilia. I live vicariously, like I get so excited and turned on through other people's experiences and stories, but I also have a lot of other things I want to try. So I found this list of fetishes and then, you know, took the ones that I want and found my hard limits. 
I have literally hundreds of things on this. And then I made the mistake of because I was preparing to talk to you and I like went on FetLife and I was like, I'll just like look at all of the FetLife fetishes. And there's literally like another thousand of them. And, and I keep going through and I'm like, there's not a whole lot of no's here. And I think for me, the thing that is most juicy about not just doing them, not just sharing the verbal story about it, but capturing it appeals to me because A, I'm a bit of a voyeur. You know, I love erotic photography because I love looking at naked people and watching sex and watching the, you know, feeling into the erotic energy. And I'm really good at capturing that. And then for myself, I get turned on watching myself and I want to go through and organize and share the entire process with people because whatever, it's my own personal offering, creating the adult sex education that I wish that I had had. And I know there are some people out there who are doing similar things, but I really have lots of fantasies about when I get into the partnered elements having partners who will talk to me ahead of time about what we're going to do, like negotiate the specifics um, and then recap afterwards. So that's kind of like where I'm, where it's growing. And in the meantime, I'm doing stuff that I, as a one woman team can handle. And so that's it. So it's really spiraled out of control. That's why I want, like, I want you to take me to task. I have a few things today and I kind of thought maybe you would help me pick which ones to prioritize and, or, yeah, I love it. you know, if things don't go according to plan or like if I get, if I run into snafus, um, I could just talk about it instead of spending a year and a half sort of being like, now this, now that. Now. And I have crossed off some things. They just haven't all been documented yet. So oh, let's tell some people some hot stories. Let's talk about some of the things you've done. Okay. So some stuff that I've done that's not documented is like being an erotic photographer. That's probably my number one favorite thing. I don't think I'm ever going to get someone to do behind the scenes of that. But I do have a fantasy. Oh, God, is this too unprofessional of a fantasy to share? You can tell me what you think. I do have a fantasy okay. of finding people to work with. I have not crossed this line. I have not crossed this line, but I have such a fantasy of like helping people make content. And then after the professional part is over, like clicking, vibing and being like, oh my God, of course we want to co-create content. But I kind of like love the idea of just doing that out of, I don't know. I don't know if that counts as its own item, but I've been doing lots of erotic photography that was on the list. That's not like my own personal sex thing. The thing that I have done that's my own personal sex thing that I have caught on camera is I, I don't think I've even told you this. I have maybe like 15 or so erotic Polaroids that are anonymous of me with other lovers. Have I told you about this? No. Uh -uh. Okay. The idea is I'm dating. I'm casually dating. I have people that I fuck and I want like a snapshot for me to masturbate to later of like the experience in some way, shape or form. So for the camera shy people, it's usually like, come on my face, come on my titties, like me smiling afterwards. But for the ones who are adventurous and brave, um, it might be like the first point of insertion or like as I'm about to blow them or something. So I have like this good little album of Polaroids. I want more of those. So that's like an ongoing thing. So I don't know if that's like a crossed off bucket list item or if each one of those is a bucket list item. One of those that's the hottest uh, is the insertion of me being with someone who is having their first penetrative sexual experience if that makes it so it's like in the moment of insertion i have a virgin that picture. yeah <laughs> wait, wait, wait a virgin so where I do you find these virgins there's i mean virgins exist there's lots of virgins <laughs> i mean you're obviously not having sex with underage men but you no. can find uh, overage men that Absolutely. are virgins or like yeah. really I mean, they're very shy, wow. but that's why also having, you know, if I'm like, I need an erotic Polaroid friend, you know, I need a bucket list buddy. Oftentimes there are people, I mean, yeah, there's lots of virgins in their 20s, 30s, 40s. I mean, and, and the older they get, the more appreciative of my type of willing partnership they tend to be. So that's- Let that's me tell you, 
Yeah, tell me. I have had some of them. Sorry, but like I have to stop you there. Please. Because, uh, you know, you really are. It's almost like a Mother Teresa thing going on here. Because Me? I mean, yeah, like the fact that you would take that on is otherworldly, you know? I mean, I would run for the fucking hills if there was like a 40-year-old guy that had never had sex. I kind of like a player that's been there, done that. I like a guy who's good in fucking bed. And I like a guy that likes sex and has experience, you know? But I think it's like, you know, and and I think a lot of people roll like me, right? Uh, The fact that you exist and you're really hot and you could, you know, roll with the players and the guys that have all that experience. And you happen to be one of those people, too. But you also love to take a guy who is like that virgin at 40. never Or a girl. Anyone, and you would fuck him or a girl. And you would fuck him or her. I mean, these guys should be lining up at your door. I don't know if well, you want to leave. Well, that guy. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we shouldn't even say that out loud. But um, I, so I oh, will okay. say <laughs> I don't just have sex with any virgin. I do get a lot of offers on the table. I typically make sure that there is like a a deep personal connection already. Like I'm not just like a random out to fuck chick that's available for anyone who's lonely. Although I do get a lot of messages from people who are complete strangers on the internet that are like, hey, you free tonight? And I'm like, I don't. What? (laughs) No. You know, so these are these are people that are friends with me or we've already formed a connection through work. I already know them. And so it's like a happy gift to give. And there's usually some sort of like exchange that feels, you know, balanced. So that's that's a really that's probably one of my hottest Polaroids. Also, it's a circular framed one. I don't know if you know, but I like circles. So that yeah, that's one thing. The other stuff that's been on my bucket list that I've done this year is some of the educational stuff that I want to take part in so that I can continue to hone my skills as a top as a dominatrix. So I so I took a rope workshop. I took a flogging workshop. I just got home from this very (laughs) kinky weekend-long event for queers in Palm Springs. It was a bunch of, like, queer femmes and trans boys. I did a slapping workshop. I did, like, a massage-to-cause-pain workshop. So I know how to, like, bend some skin now. And then I also was, like, learning about being a sassy submissive. I don't think I learned very well about that because I'm a, I'm a very good girl. For me, it's a lot of just education, sex, and then working in the creative components that really turns me on. And so now I'm just trying to Yeah, like, but yeah, but we need to talk about your weekend, okay? Is there any like sex going down at this flogging <gasps> uh yes. weekend that you're it's, at? Like did you hook up with I a didn't. queer femme? No, so here's <laughs> okay. here's what no, so I didn't hook up with people because I am really practicing my social skills. I also just don't feel compelled to hook up with total strangers without deep conversation or at least a little conversation like meeting right. total randos at, you know I love being in a space where we can all be like naked by the pool and like people are doing queer kinky things and I get to be kind of a voyeur and just like watch and learn all sorts of weird shit but I really right. you know the same reason that I don't typically play with strangers at sex parties is because it's it, that is not a turn on to me if someone wants to have sex with me I don't want it to be because I'm available an available body. Like, I'm great. I'm special. I want them to at least in the container that we create together feel that. So this weekend of queer people was really like there was lots of very hot stuff. Yeah. Like, what is the stuff that you saw? Like, I would assume the voyeur in you is. It, oh, my even God. That's okay. probably enough. I mean, you're seeing all kinds of s- stuff happening. Right? So let me paint the picture for you. This. Yeah hotel where it was it was a hotel takeover so it's one of those spaces that like the rooms are all around the outside and the courtyard with the pool is in the center so you walk in the entranceway and there's a whole 
like piece of paper covering the whole wall entrance where people just write their desires for the weekend. So it's like what they want to have happen to them. And people are like, I want to get fisted. I want this. I want that. And I did write that I was willing or someone wanted to do the fisting. I wrote that I was willing, but I never met up with that person. But it's a way that people kind of like connect. Wait, you would have been fisted or the fister? Which one did you? No, write no, as? I want to. I want to be fisted. That's one thing that's on my. Oh, okay, list. <laughs> okay. But okay. but I never connected with that person. It seemed like people knew people already, and they were like setting up scenes throughout the day and night. And a lot of the free play was like happening at night, and then like oh, I get tired at like ten o'clock. Like I go to bed. I don't stay up all night to fuck, which is one of my other things. But I was mostly there for workshops and observing and trying to meet people. And around me, I was seeing. Hot babes in a blow-up pool sploshing covered in chocolate syrup. I was seeing, like, animalistic wrestly types covered in oil that then would turn into, like, a primal play chase scene. And they would pee on each other in the pee alley. This is all girl-on-girl action, correct? Because it's, right? it's it's queers and trans people. So it's, it's folks okay. of all kind. You might see body parts of all kind, but it's no cis men, basically. And so it's a very okay. safe feeling space. I was naked the whole day. You know, I walk in and take off my clothes and I love that. We would like stash our stuff and we, you know, people had picnics. There was food there. It was all kinds of like, it was a mishmash, but it was lots of people, just lots of them everywhere. And so I'm watching that happen. The first thing that we saw upon entry, because I went with Kimberly, my editor, <laughs> the two of us went together for a work trip. Oh my God, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a, I guess you guys have always seen each other naked before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we okay. were friends first and I was actually the first person to ever see Kimberly naked because Kimberly was a guest on the show and then I ended up taking pictures of them because I offer photo, if I record with someone in person, I'll be like, do you want to shoot? So we have a very comfortable relationship that's not weird. Like we, we have a friendship, we talk about it a lot. And Kimberly was actually the one that was like, let's do it. Let's book tickets when I told them about the like actual event. So the first thing we saw, though, Kathy, when we walked in, we were like heading toward the pool and we saw like a bunch of people set up under this tent and they just had I was like, oh, are they doing makeup? There's like red on their face. No, no, no. They were doing needle play in, on and near their eyes. It was like eye based needle play. So that was like a really intense thing to walk into that some people get. I think my favorite was the pussy slapping workshop. Because A, Lady Carrie who taught it was just a fucking like babe of a human being. And it was like so fun to be in a workshop environment where it was like, all right, partner up with someone you don't know. And I was the slap B. No, I wasn't the slap. Yeah, you I was the one slapping. getting slapped. No, I was. Oh, the, you were the one I was, getting slapped. Yeah, okay. I want to get. Uh, yeah. So they were like submissives on this side and like, you know, tops on that side, whatever. I, and I did practice slap, you know, so I learned some of the basics of just like the hand cupping shape and how to do the weight if you're the top and make it so your arm doesn't get too tired and all of that sort of those mechanics and a little bit of choking like creating the pressure sliding your hand up the throat and like where to hit and not hit and all of that to like not break windpipes and not cut off all your blood flow not die but it was so hot to have a stranger just like assigned to slap my pussy you know and actually the first person that I partnered with was there with a partner and their partner was like clearly uncomfortable even when we were just doing like the thigh slaps which is where we started and then we moved and then we moved to titty slaps so just like dropping your hand down on the titty and that's when their partners started to kind of look uncomfortable and then for the pussy slaps they were like i can't do this one with you and i was like okay found a very cute butch queer to slap my pussy (laughs) so that was very fun and it was also like i wish that i'd had like a luxurious setting i wish i had a bed to lay on i wish i had had you know, or whatever. We're like cramped in these little rooms and there's like folding chairs and all of that. So it definitely also stoked my personal desire to, you know, my ultimate fantasy is to have, I don't know, like a grown up art camp style retreat space where people can just go and learn. But it's like high end and nice. Like imagine any of the nicest resort. I mean, I'm sure there's something like that. I've heard there, 
there are like play places in the tropics and these in certain places. Do you know anything about that? Like have you interviewed swingers or people who go to those like swinger hotels or anything? Hotel takeover? Of course. Hotel takeovers. Yeah, absolutely. Not just hotel takeovers, but like the hotels that like exist for that. Like aren't there spaces in on of certain course, islands? Like adult, just, adult, yeah. Adult only yeah, spaces. Sure. Yeah. So I've never been yeah. to one of those. No, no, you're not the type. Listen, this is all what I know how you roll. And this is like you're all the going there and you're just sort of watching and doing. But like I think ultimately where you want to wind up is that you are creating all these kind of spaces and you're doing it. You know, I don't see you so much as the participant always. I think you want to eventually like be the person because it sounds like this is what your bucket list is all about. You're yes. creating all those kinds of so things. You know what I mean? The whole point of the bucket list is to help other people learn as I learn. And it's also so that I can learn exactly. so that eventually I make my sci-fi sex ed musical feature film, Mission 69. And so as I'm working on that, as I'm writing that, it has really, all of this has just spiraled out into like a gigantic bucket list rabbit hole that's taken over my life. Like, I don't know if you know this, but I started out as a filmmaker and an actor. Like, I'm a, I'm yeah, a I know performer yeah. and a creator. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's still the ultimate goal with Mission 69, but I really only care about that and my Wiggle movie in the future. And in the meantime, I'm having so much fun just like learning all the sexy things and trying to get laid. So that's the other main point of the bucket list is getting laid with people who are willing to get laid with me on camera because I don't like the disparity in my life of like, oh, you're the out social one and I'm going to be shy next to you. And, you know, like that that's been kind of weird as sex stories gets bigger and because I didn't do the thing that you did where I'm private and hiding. So, yeah. So I'm really excited to like fuck with people who can like, you know, be out in public with me. And but the whole point of everything is Mission 69. And then beyond that would be a, a space. Although I will say, yeah, wait, no, I got to cut you off. Okay, just to be in charge of stuff. It just sounds like you're the creator that I well, I no, that it's you just because the these spaces places. I want don't exist yet. And for my little exactly. autistic brain, there's not the communication that I would need in place. And then when I talk to people, they're like, yeah, I feel kind of sleazy. It wasn't that great. And I'm like, because they don't have good rules. And I would make really good rules and, and hold them strictly, you know. So um, exactly. Yeah, it's not nothing set up the way you want it. You're eventually going to create all the places and spaces that you want. Can we go back to that first thing that was on your bucket list where you're like, oh, I want to interview people and then or video. No, no, no. It was the videotape people having sex and then maybe then turn the camera around and you have sex with them. Correct. That's all I, I mean, want. It's I just the next level of sex stories like it, it, it grew out of sex stories. It's like I just want to be able to. You know, initially I was like, I want to get a trailer and go around the country and find lovers. And, you know, before I fuck them, we'll talk about what we want to do and we'll document that process. And then we'll fuck and we'll document that process. And then we'll recap and we'll document that process. And then maybe we recreate it as like a porno where we're performing more or not. You know, that's the bucket list content that I want to create. And, you know, that's not legal to do in every state. So now I'm figuring out logistics. I've hired a lawyer. I'm working on paperwork. I'm working on collaborations. And that's why I'm like, okay, I guess maybe I will just work with porn people. I don't know. You know, so I'm open to it unfolding in lots of ways. Listen, I think that there it's like a very specific and niche if you do the thing where you're interviewing regular people. I mean, listen, there could be some porn people in there, but I think if you just do what you typically do on sex stories, but then Whoa. sleep with the people or you're videotaping people and then sleep with them like and interview them like I don't think anyone else does that. I think it's very specific. It's very your own thing. And yeah, it's porn. How many people who come to be anonymous on a podcast are then going to want to be filmed like I have a hard time even getting my regular lovers who I'm not even trying to publish anything on OnlyFans with to use a camera like people are so 
In my experience recently, the people I have fucked are so body conscious and sh- so shy that I'm just like, well, I don't know then. Well, that's because you know. you're going after virgins. Okay. No, so I'm not going after them. Kathy, I'm opportunistic <laughs> about everything. Okay, I'm just joking. joking. Stop. Oh, the, the final piece of this spiral, though, now I'm going to go get my master's in sexual health. <laughs> so that's also going to be learning, you know, so I'm going to be like learning stuff officially along the way. Exploring the entire hierarchy is on my bucket list. So what's at the top right now for me is phone sex. I'm on Sext Panther. I haven't actually done it yet, though. So that's kind of, I think, what I'm going to be reporting about next time we talk. Why don't you just fucking do it? What are you waiting for? Here's what I need to do Sext Panther. A schedule. So I'm going to start Monday, June 25th. I think I'm going to do 9 to 10 p.m., maybe 9 to 11 Pacific if I have the energy. I usually go to bed between 10 and 11. I need a cozy setup. I think this could be a good cozy setup. I'm trying to decide if I want to like redo my bed area to do stuff in there. And then I just need to kind of like build out my sex panther profile and tell people about it. So that's like step number one. I'm very excited. I've never actually had regular phone sex. With a person that you're like hooking up with? I've had video sex and like Uh Zoom sex. But I've never had, and I've had like ex- like exchanged hot audio messages, but I've never been just like on the phone being like, what are you wearing? Or oh, like, that's you know. probably like the easiest of all of the above. So you'll well, be a professional. I'm excited. I mean? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm really excited yeah, because yeah, yeah. I recently interviewed a couple of people who do phone sex and they get to hear even more interesting sex stories. So I'm like, wait, I can imagine. that's perfect for me. Maybe you should do it too. Because I feel like you would be really good at I got to say, yeah, listen, I got to say there was a time a long time ago when there was like, it was like 1-800 like phone sex and yeah. you could charge like two ninety nine an hour and people were really doing it. I wanted to do a thing where I would like record things because people always like my voice. And yeah. if I do, I mean, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but like when I have done phone sex with people in my life, like if I, you know, once I turn that switch on, I could do it really good right but it's like it's sort of like I become another person and it's kind of exhausting not exhausting but it's like I'm clicking into a whole other part of myself and I don't know that I could do that for hours every day and you know I wound up yeah, doing yeah. something else in my life and so it's just not my thing but yeah. well, I would no. be good at it but, but I what would about never, like I wouldn't I don't know that I could click it yeah an hour sure click into that part of you and just fucking do it and be really dirty you know it's like fun I like I have that alter ego in me that I could do it but yeah uh, that's not gonna happen but I think that you know if you get it up and running by next week you should give out the information or I'll give it out on the if, on the intro because no, by the Kathy, time people the start thing. listening to this on wildly.com slash links there has been a sex panther link for a couple of months all I have to do. Oh, okay, so that's where they have to go to. Yeah, and I'm I'm at Yoli everywhere. It's W Y O H. People sometimes call me Y Ho, which I think is very funny because yeah, I like that. <laughs> I got lots of answers. I know why. <laughs> you know, as I'm exploring the hierarchy, so that's that's very exciting to me. Sex Panther is there. I, it's also a good challenge because typically with dirty talk I kind of need to get to know someone like for for that but I love the idea oh you're not gonna get you can't get to know people on sex panther no. people are paying for well the hour. you they didn't let right me finish I me love come. the idea of someone coming on they know what they want and then I get to practice the explicit yeah. communication so it's a whole situation where I just get to practice explicit conversations over and over again I love I love fulfilling people's fantasies I mean that's that's why I end up with a virgin. Like I meet someone, I get to know them, I like them, and they're like, "Oh my 
God, there's this crazy thing. Like I've never, I would, I would love to blah, blah, blah. And now I'm, you know, special and sparkly to them because I'm a sex expert in the eyes of so many. I, I don't even have my degree yet, but I have been researching for five years. So that's, that's why I'm really excited because I think it'll help me release the story that I have in my head of like, oh, I need to get to know someone because I don't think that's actually true. I just want to make sure that I'm pleasing them. I so, forget. I'm sorry, but I do forget that you live a little bit or a lot in that BDSM world. And that BDSM world is there is a lot of like talking and shit that goes down, you know. So what do you mean? I think sometimes like I forget that. Oh, in you mean that world there? You mean instead of just more like of what you're looking for? You what? know, instead yeah. of just like let's get to the fucking action. That's the world that I kind of live in. You know what I mean? Like you know, I mean that's BDSM fine too. World is so much blah blah blah. I just I'm not into it. But here's the thing. I, so I think. That though there are all I'm saying is that I'm wrong. It's not like everyone's going to call your phone and is going to be like me. Like, let's just get fucking to it. You know, there is that whole world of people that are into kink and BDSM. And there's a lot more of that kind of stuff that you're looking for. And because I think that you're very much that kind of personality that I forget, you know, like that there is a thing for that. People are going to be like, Kathy, you're crazy. Like plenty of people are going to want to talk and connect and have all that other stuff. I just it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if I know what you mean. I just know that the people I've interviewed who talk about phone sex say that usually the pattern is someone calls, they have an idea yeah. of the type of interaction they want, and they tell the yeah. service provider. I love pe making people's fantasies come true in that realm. No, no, but when they're telling their fantasy, they're not like, you know, asking you questions about yourself and you're getting to know them. They're going to be like, okay, I want you to be the masseuse and I'm yeah. going to be the guy laying down and then I want you to come over and pull down your pants. I'm going to finger you and then oh. I want you to fuck me. Like What I mean when I say get to know you, I mean get to know your kinks and yeah. what you like sexually. I literally just mean like, how oh, okay. do you, like where are your buttons? What Because that's my favorite thing about sex stories. Like I... Yeah. Here's what I really want. Someone wants to date me. Come be a fucking guest on sex stories. I think this might be my new filtration when I'm online dating. It's like, you want to get to know me? If you if you are not at the point in your like personal self-expression as a sexual being where you can at least anonymously talk to me on my own podcast about all of my favorite topics, we probably aren't a fit to fuck, you know, like, like certainly not in a outside of phone sex, like paid sort of situation. I'll make you a thing for OnlyFans. I'll do, you know, I'll make some custom content, but. I also just, on phone sex, there's no way to do the vanilla version of, like, eyes across the room, walk toward each other with kind of, like, wiggly open mouth, and then you just, you're on each other. Like, I don't, you know, I'm I'm not interested in that in real life anyway, because that sex gets really boring for me really fast. Yeah. And I like the mental aspect, and I'm I'm just so curious to hear what, what people are going to be into. A lot of foot stuff. I really want to meet feet people. I want to meet someone with like a giant test fetish. Anyway, but that's those are specific bucket list things. But I have a feeling that through the course of phone sex, I'll at least get to like start to explore a lot of the other fetishes that are on my list. But that's like the most tangible one. And then I am getting a pedicure this week. So my for my like tangible solo content, because I don't know if I can make visual content of me doing phone sex. This is kind of what I was noodling on. I'm like, I guess I could make a time lapse of me doing it and then masturbate afterward. But like, I don't know how I um, share the learning experience because I don't think I'm going to tape, you know, I'm not going to tape people's personal calls. Although maybe I could just tape my side of the conversation. Ooh, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that you could combine them because how do you get consent? And I, I don't know. And then if it's one sided, does it, will it flow? Maybe you can. Maybe it'll just be like a masturbation recap afterward. I'll figure that out. So maybe that'll be on my exploration list as I do the phone sex. And then I'll just plan on recapping the phone sex to you. 
But visually, the item that I want to cross off before I talk to you next is finally like diligently creating foot content. So I'm getting a pedicure on Thursday and I have oh. never actually, like I have lots and lots of videos somewhere in my phone and my content in these different files of like my toes wiggling in and out of hot tubs of different things. But I'm really excited to talk to more feet people and to see like what they would want my toes to make for them. So I really like that. I really, really, really want to, I don't know how to make this happen on a specific timeline, but I really want to go on a date with a foot fetish person to a place that has like nice white tablecloths and I want to play footsie with them under the table, like <laughs> while we're eating. So do you think that you're like into feet? Um, no, no, I don't have a foot fetish myself, but that's a good example of something where it's like, I want to play with someone who does because I'm really curious about it. I'm curious. And I'm curious yeah, yeah. if my responsive desire would kick in and then maybe I would like feet. I do like to suck on yeah. partners toes and things like, but like, I don't, the way I hear foot fetish people talk, I don't think I have a foot fetish, but I like love, I get really into my partners, especially if I'm really into them, you know, and then I love every part of their body. And that's kind of all I've played with so far. I don't think women have fetishes. Uh, I really? explained it to me once. Yeah, Diane Hansen once explained why women don't have fetishes, but guys do it. It made complete sense. And I, I'm sorry, but I totally don't remember. Whoa, but she and she's okay. a smart bitch. She, I have to write so this down. I, I just don't think yeah, I don't think women have fetishes. Guys do, but I think it's a part of you that you like to also, I mean, you know, you're a voyeur, you're an exhibitionist, you like to turn people on. It does sound like maybe it's that part of you too. I mean, if you get a foot fetish guy and, you know, you're like, there is some sort of power in getting him off with your toes, you know, that must be like, that. that's a part of the turn on too. No, Kathy, I'm opposite of you. For me, I don't want to have power. That's not my turn on. My, I'm so powerful in my everyday no, life. No, no, I would no, like no. to give away it's my not power. Hot. No, 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 stop. It's not about having power. It's that, no, 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 it's not about a power. It's about the, like you, like to me, I get turned on by turning somebody else on. That's what I'm saying. Like you're oh, turning, yeah. you know, you were, that's what I mean. That, that feeling of turn like you have a foot fetish guy and you're doing something and you're getting him so turned on like that's hot yes. to somebody like what the, yeah that's what I mean and it creates a loop of turn on because whoever that foot person is is also fulfilling my desire and fantasy to explore this fetish you know and so it's so it creates yeah. then the mutual turn on loop and I'm like how do I say it? even if it's not my personal fetish or I guess yeah I guess since I don't have a fetish I'm gonna have to research this research it it also depends on the definition of fetish but do you have any fetishes I don't know I it. mean like no you don't you would know by now if you had them every fetish person I talked to their fetish reared their their ugly heads when they were little kids my understanding is like fetish is a sexual desire turn on arousal that you like need to get off so I don't know if I have that but I definitely have like an obsession with sex that I haven't like I don't I don't know anyone else in my personal life who is as uh, here obsessed. fetishes are rare and they're almost unheard of in women a 1983 study on people diagnosed with sexual fetishism in a large mm. London hospital found only 48 ca cases in a 20 year period mm. I don't know I don't, I don't know what woman I don't has trust a the study from 40 years ago that was probably okay. designed in a really but weird but you are like one of the horniest people way. I know look Stop. Kathy like I'm gonna go get my master's and then maybe I'll get a PhD. We'll see. I'm going to research. I just, someone also just sent me some, some literature, some academic literature to read. So like, uh, I'll, I'll go read it. I'll, I'll read it. I don't know. I just never have had it. But like, if anyone listening, a woman, like email me because I would love to have that on because I've talked about it many times on my show. It is an interesting topic. Yeah. So the next thing that I'm really excited about is a spanking skirt. This one feels very doable. 
and I can actually take pictures in it. And if I find a partner who's willing to spank me on camera, I feel like I could totally do that. Have you experienced a spanking skirt or do you know what those are? A spanking skirt? No, no idea. I've never heard of it. What's a spanking skirt? It's a skirt, like usually a pencil skirt. Some of them are made out of latex, which wearing latex is also on my bucket list. The butt is cut out. The ass is cut. So it's assless. So it's like you're totally covered except for your ass. And so I want to get spanked in one of those. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I think spanking's hot. I've been very into spanking lately. I have a partner right now who really likes to spank me and I. Yeah, because it just like it create like it's like I think the whole thing about it is like you get like it. I don't know. You stimulate it. And then if you touch that area that has been spanked so much, then it's just like highly sensitized. Right. That's like yeah. what's so hot about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? I went to a spanking workshop at that event as well. That was the other one I forgot. And so it was like just showing and it was so cool to watch like the dom who was doing it. She was like using this cute little bottom or this little bottom's bottom. And just, you know, showing kind of the sensitive places to hit, the directions to hit. And she said something I thought that was very helpful. If you're looking at an ass, think of the heart shape, like around the crack. And like those are really good spot. You know, if you're slapping kind of in an upwards direction, it just stimulates blood flow to the entire area. Uh, And our clits are buried deep inside there if we are clit owners or prostates if you're a prostate owner. And so that is usually pretty good at waking up some uh, sensitive parts. Right, right, right. So the do you did you buy your spanking skirt yet? No, I was just trying to look some up actually on my drive home while I was driving here with my sister. I found a cool one on Stockroom. It looks latex and it looks like special order. So I, I want to see. I might go in person and see if they have something. Do you have a favorite sex stores? Do you ever go in person or do you just like order stuff or do you even do you even sex store at this point? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't have any sex. You know, it's funny. My best friend in, uh, when I was in my 20s had like adult video stores when 42nd Street was still around and he had uh, sex shops and I worked for him and did all kinds of things and made boxes and wrote uh, descriptions. I was really great at all that stuff. But like nowadays with Amazon, I just, that's where I just get my stuff from okay. Amazon. You know, yeah. um, in the city, there's so many places, but I maybe like I'm a little shy. Like for me, it's easier to just shop online for that kind of stuff. You know, like yeah. when I'm horny, that's like when I go on and like buy shit, you know, oh my God, when really? I'm walking around. I've yes, never it's the worst time to buy, but that's when I buy. That's when I buy. That's it's so terrible. Funny. It's like going shopping when you're hungry. It's <laughs> terrible, but fun. <laughs> I just masturbate when I'm horny. <laughs> no, I no, but that's like it's like a tease to me. It's like I'm thinking about. Oh, I don't I know. I like that. like that's like you know it just keeps you in that space. Is that so, how yeah, you got your first like pussy pump? <laughs> yes, for sure, and that's why I like went straight to the top of the list. Whatever's on the top of the what ten list on Adam and Eve. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> so yeah, you... it's like it's like a turn on looking for things that you're gonna use. So like that just keeps me horny the whole time while I'm looking. I mean, like I said, it's not the good time to buy shit because then what happens is you orgasm. You're like, oh, how much did I fucking spend? But then four days later, when your shit comes, you're like, yes, like yeah. I can get this. Is, I'm now I'm horny again. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's really not that bad to do it then. That's true. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice, so I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities, all thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation. 
learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. I, I've been thinking that I want to buy at least one or two sex toys for myself every time we talk, too. So I, this time I want to buy matching floggers so that I can, like, practice my flogging and eventually be a Florentine flogger. What's a Florentine flogger? This is going to go on my fetishes. It's where you flog with both hands and kind of like a swirly, like Florentine flogging is the two-handed flogging style. And I have, I recently was in a threesome with a dominatrix friend and she is very good at this skill. And, you know, I was kind of like the sensual, helpful co-top and she was like the demonic, mean pain giver. And who was the guy? Was he your guy or her guy? Her guy. It was her guy. Yeah. Okay. They're, okay. they're a thing. And yeah, I don't think I would ever in my personal life be with a submissive partner. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not saying never. But aren't you a dom or no? For oh, no, no, no. You're the sub. You're the sub. You're the sub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I remember I'm your learning, now. Sorry. I'm learning <laughs> dominant skills. I have yeah. engaged in dominant dynamics with certain people, mostly online, a little bit in person. But, you know, I am building my skill base to be a proper top. I like a switch. I mean, I, I, I am a switch. Oh, you are. So I, for work, have always been in charge, have always just bossed people around, have always done that. As I get into sex work, especially online sex work, I am very interested in holding space. There's no way I would be a professional online submissive. It's a weird dynamic to me, but I think it makes a lot of sense for me to be an online dom to to cultivate that personality and i'm building the character that is the main character of mission 69 like she is in charge in my personal life oh interesting I'm yeah definitely a submissive well also people always assume that i'm a dom or they think i want to be a dom and they're like oh wow you know when i was getting cast in indie films and web series i played a dominatrix like three times before i even understood anything about kink or power dynamics or the actual stuff behind it part of the reason that i'm excited to grow out my hair is i want to have a long tight ponytail you know <laughs> for the yeah aesthetic. yeah and so so i'm gathering all of those skills and i'm it's going to take time you know i'm letting it take the time that it takes and i'm finding the right people to play with in the meantime but in my personal life i'll co-top somebody else's submissive because I still in that dynamic, she's the dominant, you know, so she's telling me what to do. And we're both in charge of him. I'll play that way. That's really fun for me. And because it was like, I love couples. I love coming into a dynamic with a couple. I love making their relationship better. And it was a really fun way for me to like practice in person, like using my nails. And I was really good at like torturing his balls. And then like when she was like really mean, then I would like caress him or give him other sensations. And so that that was a, probably one of the hottest 
situations I've ever experienced. <laughs> was she was she on your show? How did you meet her? I met her through work. No, she hasn't been on my show. I took pictures of her. She's a, And she's becoming right. a better friend. And she's someone that I think might be open to making content with me at some point. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I met her through doing photos and now and then we became lovers not like my erotic photography fantasy it was just like we became friends a lot of my friends i've met through my work as a photographer or through sex stories right okay go on with your bucket list i feel like you have more that's i thought that would be a good amount for me to try to do before we meet again but there's one more thing which is i think you'll like this phrase i want to give myself at least a two-night masturbation vacation so when I want to rent a fancy Airbnb somewhere and I want to make the whole point of going there. No fap? No fap? No. No, the whole point is to touch myself as Only. much as possible oh. and to see how many oh, times okay. I can come and to document all of it. <laughs> I love that. But like, I thought you were saying I've got a no masturbation weekend. I'm like, oh my God, what a fucking letdown. No, no, no you're it's only going to do that the whole it's weekend. A, yeah, yeah. A masturbation fun. vacation where I'm literally vacationing myself to okay, masturbate yeah. the entire time right, like right, it's right. a weekend maybe. i was thinking that of oh, a, right. a time you know a vacation, like a vacation from away from i was masturbation. like oh please no yeah, 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 opposite no. of what <laughs> i want <laughs> yeah. um you know and then the long-term one i want to go layla and i talked about going someday to killing kittens in london like it's like a hot what's that it's like a hot sex party. You know, it's like it's a club, but it looks really high-end and really cool. And I was like, Layla, we should do this. She's like, yes. So I am putting that on my bucket list so that I can start saving up for the travel and the everything about it. Well, but but why don't you you and Layla start here? There's plenty of places. You don't have to go all the way to London that you can't. Isn't there a place like that here that you guys I don't could, know if like, she told me about it and it looks that? really cool. And I'm sure there are other places No, no but I mean, too. you also could go there. But I mean, I just think when you bring that up, I'm like, oh, that's like really interesting. Like, why don't you yeah. go get Layla to get used to going down on a girl? Because she never has. I mean, she just <laughs> never crosses. I'm like, get her to fucking check that We don't need to list. pressure her. I I, I've been in plenty like of threesomes with ladies that don't want to go down on me no 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 i'm a pusher okay like if i don't even drink alcohol but if we were at a bar i'd be like begging you to do shots i don't know i like everyone to have fun like i'm like you you know how you say you get excited to see other people like that's the way i am i want people to have fucking fun layla did everything with this couple and i talked to her about this on my girl talk i make fun of her like just go fucking downtown just try it you might love it i mean yeah your problem at least with laurels if you're not allergic to latex like if you're scared about i don't know juices or direct contact i mean you know she wasn't scared about everything neither one of that girl it was like a weird scenario that i Uh, think that if she had the right person that would fucking dom her she she'd do it that's her whole that's her whole thing it's her whole brand you know you can love that's why i think you should go with her someplace here and you can get her to do it put that on your bucket list I'll take Layla as many places as we can go. You know, like maybe it'll be a, yeah, 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 I'll hop yeah. over the East Coast first and then maybe we'll go to London from there. Who knows? But that's like yeah, a, exactly. a longer term one along with my getting my master's and all of the, all of the, <laughs> and my playship and my movie and my sex camp. I don't know. All of it is kind of far in the future. But can I ask you a question? Like, because I never listen to your show. I do my own show. Yeah, yeah. So it's like sometimes I don't, it's, I don't listen to the same shows that I do because I don't even listen to my show. Right. But so like, does your, has your audience, like, have they ever seen you 
having sex or any of this stuff or is this going to be a huge big new thing for you or like have they seen your nudes like have you always been putting out like just nudes of yourself so this is but like the porn stuff when it's getting into being like videos of you actually having sex has anything like that ever been out or is this like the big major jump for you because I feel like (laughs) if not it is a big step no I'm I haven't done major jumps I've done like awkward trickles uh I started sharing my nudes let's see I started being nude pretty publicly on my 30th birthday, which was four years ago. And that was just like Instagram, but censored. And then I started sharing and selling the full nudes on OnlyFans in December, maybe November, December 2020. And then, or maybe was that 2019, 2020? I don't know. I, I was sharing. Yeah, I finally got on OnlyFans. And then I talked to Billy Proceeded. He's like, so you're a sex worker. And I was like, oh my God, am I? And then I was like, good point, I guess, if people are getting off to it. Sure. Why not do more? And so last October, I did do my first like OnlyFans porno. It's amateur stuff. Like I've done, but that's the one that I filmed with a friend who was on my podcast. Dr. Kyle Dean Freeman and I made a porno together and it was pretty fucking hot. But only like. Oh, and he was a guest. Oh, my God. We're going to run out of time. And like we just got started on this thing. But so people, you do have an OnlyFans, right? Where people could go and see some of the stuff that you've done already. But it sounds like with this bucket list that you're going in so many new directions that there's going to be a lot more of that kind of content. My porn, there's masturbations available on OnlyFans and lots of nude sets. Porn wise, I think I took it down and I made it very expensive. So it's like only the people who really want to watch it can watch it. And this is the era in which I'm working on making sure that all of the pre-content and post-content that's educational is available. And then if they want to watch the erotic stuff, that's going to be behind a paywall. And we'll just we'll just see how it goes. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely a renaissance era and I am I'm excited. It's not yeah, it's not the first time people have seen my pussy, but it certainly is a new mode of it all. <laughs> Right, because I'm like, if it's on your bucket list, it must be something that you haven't really done before. And I know that you were teetering on like whether you would be really fully out there, like, or, and whether you define yourself as a sex worker or not. You know? What oh I mean? yeah, do no, I definitely, this, I definitely am a sex do. worker. I mean, I define myself as an erotic artist, and like, yeah, sex yeah, worker yeah, is yeah. part of that. But like, mostly everything, yeah. and and everyone's like, you're so creative, you're so creative. And I'm like. Yeah, what do you think sex is? It's just our original creativity. So I, I think of myself as an erotic researcher and artist. <laughs> and I guess now yeah, educator. And you are. I know facto. people like you. You do? Yeah, no, but I know people like you. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that uh, mm-hmm. are ones? in the art world and the You know, I told you, Jonathan tu- uh, uh, Tunick and Spencer Tunick and Andrew oh. Reinhardt, those people. You know, okay, but not people in the who want to fuck no, 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 they're artists. Well, they might want, you know, they're like, you know, they might want to fuck you. I don't On know. On camera, I'm though? Like, to share? Like, you are a certain breed. Not everybody has those both qualities, though I think, yeah, sex is a creative expression, but you happen to be an artist separate from that, too. And that's what you bring to the table. And I don't yeah, think Yeah, only a lot once of I started getting laid, I started getting laid transcendently, and then I got more creative. Before that, I was a big ball of stress and anxiety, so... Yeah, but I, you're a creative person. All right, you're. So are you going to come back on the next time and like have these things checked off? Like, how are we going to roll with this? I'm going to definitely Real aim quick. for the spanking skirt, the masturbation vacation, at least two nights away somewhere before I talk to you, and the phone sex. Those are my three main targets. I think I can also get floggers by then, but those are those are my big goals, and I'm excited. Okay, so next time we do a girl talk episode, it's going to be about phone sex, flog. What, what was the other one? Flogging. Phone sex. Open back skirt spanking. Oh, and masturbation. Double-handed and flogging. Masturbation. And yes, a two, like a two-night, three-day masturbation intensive. 
Yeah, 24 fucking 7. You do not stop we'll jerking. We'll see. Them. I'm, gonna I, I'm curious how many you. orgasms please, please I can get. And yeah, when I get I tired say, of please it. Please keep a count. Yeah, keep a count. <laughs> I, I want to, it's a really interesting sort of conversation. Experiment. You know, yeah. you're doing an experiment. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, you'll be back on. Yep. Okay, awesome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Go do some of your fucking homework. Thank you, Kathy. You have a lot to do. I'll be very good. Right, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Lovers, those are our sex stories this week. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, FetLife, or wherever else I am on the internet at Yoli or visit yolee.com slash links for a nice, neat little list with me in the same outfit and a billion different pictures. So I have a different profile picture for each place on the internet. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to Sex Stories Pod. I eventually reply to every comment, so if you have thoughts, visit youtube.com slash sexstoriespod. And tell me your thoughts, ask me your questions, subscribe, like, and share to make the world a sexier, more loving place. If you have the resources to subscribe to my Patreon, you are not only supporting this show, you can ask me anything, record a patron-only episode with me on any topic sex or creativity related, and you can also watch a fuck ton of bonus content. Plus, you have access to my private patron-only gallery with mostly naked photos of me, and with the exception of some of my top, top, top favorites, these are all Patreon exclusives. Sign up at patreon.com slash The link is also in the description below. Yolee.com is the place to visit for links to all things sex stories and me if you want to work with me privately or if you want to know how to play with me in person in the real world, hit me up through my website and... Apply to be a guest if you want to share your sex stories by visiting sexstoriespodcast.com or emailing sexstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Be a lover who makes the world a sexier, more loving place by leaving five stars and a sweet review wherever you get your podcasts and by talking about sex with your partners ahead of time. Not just the health and safety stuff, but your desires. And let me know how it goes. Sex Stories is produced from start to finish by me, Wyo Lee, and is edited by Kimberly Loftus. Thank you for helping me spread love ripples so that we may all lead better laid lives. Thank you to those of you who share your lives with me. It means so much to me. I am so grateful to all of you who spend your time listening. And of course, remember to share sex stories. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.